If malaria affects your region of the world, what's the best way you can protect your children if they get a fever? This question was uppermost in the minds of scientists in Uganda who've been researching what families can do. Should all parents in Africa, for example, keep modern drugs ready for action in the cupboard? On the telephone from Kampala, the lead researcher, Sarah Stedke, from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, explained to me what they've been doing. Our study was designed to evaluate home management of, of malaria in a cohort of children, comparing it with the current standard of care for management of febrile illnesses in children here in Kampala. When you say home management, what exactly do you mean? Home management of malaria is a strategy which has been promoted by the World Health Organization to help address uh, gaps in delivery of care here in Africa. So home management of malaria is a, a program that involves presumptive treatment of febrile children uh, with antimalarial drugs. And generally, these drugs are distributed by trained members of the community. And this is a strategy which has been promoted um, to help extend a delivery of antimalarial care beyond the, the traditional borders of the, the formal healthcare sector. Of course, it must be very frustrating if you know there's a big malaria problem. You know you have the drugs, but you haven't got the manpower to go out and deliver it with skilled medical care. Definitely. And I think uh, policymakers recognize uh, the limitations. Uh, and this is the reason that home-based management of fever has been promoted and has been adopted as policy here in Uganda. So what did you do in the study? In our study, as I said, we were uh, evaluating home management of malaria, comparing it with the current standard of care. Um, and our study uh, was designed to evaluate um, home management of malaria using artemether lumefantrin. Um, and this is the first-line recommended treatment for uncomplicated malaria in Uganda. And although some studies have been done uh, evaluating these programs of home management in the past, all of the studies previously have used chloroquine, which is a drug now that's um, essentially obsolete uh, in East Africa due to drug resistance. So you've been giving out the very best modern treatment for ordinary people to use? Yes, that's true. So our study was conducted here in Kampala, which is the urban capital of Uganda, and it has relatively low malaria transmission compared to the rest of the country. So in our study, um, a total of 437 children between the ages of 1 and 6 years from 325 households were randomly assigned to one of the two study arms. So we were comparing the, the strategy of home management of malaria in which pre-packaged artemether lumefantrin was given to the households to keep on hand. And the primary caregivers in those households were asked to use the drug to treat children who were enrolled in the study when they became sick with fever. And then the other arm was what we called current standard of care in which households were asked to continue seeking care for uh, febrile illnesses when their children fell sick as they would normally. So in the study, randomization was done by household after a pilot period of one month. So we had a, a total of 225 children assigned to the home management group and 212 to the standard care group. And after randomization, study participants were followed for an additional 12 months and we did clinical and laboratory assessments at enrollment, randomization, midpoint, and then a final evaluation. And then primary caregivers in both groups were asked to record information daily about the health of study participants, the treatment of illnesses, and healthcare expenditures using a pictorial diary. It sounds as if you left no stone unturned then. <laughs> we tried to be very thorough, yes. 
So study personnel visited households monthly to collect completed diaries and to administer uh, an additional questionnaire to gather data on treatment of illnesses. So then the primary outcome in the study was treatment incidence density per person year, or the number of antimalarial treatments that were delivered over, over one year period. Now what does that mean in terms of how well you treated the malaria? Well, it's, it gives us an, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a, a complex uh, primary outcome measure, which gives us an idea about how many times a child would fall sick with fever and require treatment, and as well uh, to, to give us an idea of if the treatment was working very well, if it cleared the infection initially, or if it, it uh, came back again. And it's, it's, a, it's a measurement which has implications that are both clinical as well as economic. What conclusions did you form in practical terms then? we found that the home management group received nearly twice the number of antimalarial treatments as the standard care group, and approximately five times the number that were administered for true malaria cases that were confirmed by uh, laboratory tests in a, in a comparable cohort of children um, in a study that was followed at the same time. So these findings suggest that the majority of the antimalarial treatments that were administered in the home management group were given for non-malarial illnesses. So it means the drugs were being wasted then? That's what it implies, yes. So the results of our study were a bit mixed. Um, on a more positive note, we found that children in the home management group were more likely to receive prompt, effective antimalarial treatment, which is one of the main goals of home management. However, the clinical impact of the home management intervention was fairly modest. At the final evaluation, we found that the proportion of children in the home management group that had malaria in their blood was lower than in the standard care arms. It was 2% versus 10%. But there are no other real differences in kind of the standard indices we use to assess malaria, like anemia or mean hemoglobin. Now, health teams all over the world are fighting malaria and need to know how best to use the drugs in the armamentarium. What are your recommendations coming out of this study then? The results of our study suggest that home management of malaria has benefits and limitations which are likely to be context-specific. Um, our results suggest that the strategy may not be appropriate for urban or peri-urban areas or lower transmission settings. So a, a universal approach to deploying home management is not likely to be ideal. There's increasing evidence that malaria transmission and the burden of malaria is decreasing in some areas in Africa. And all the reasons for this are not entirely clear. There's optimism in that this is going to continue. And then as malaria transmission reduces and the proportion of febrile illnesses that are attributable to malaria decrease, the potential risks of presumptive treatment of febrile children with antimalarials may outweigh the benefits. Now, are you saying then that because there's not so much malaria around, then it's important to be a lot more choosy about how you use artemisinin combination therapy? Exactly. So we may want to look at interventions which will help target the treatment towards those true malaria cases who need the treatment the most. Sarah Stedke talking on the phone from the Malaria Research Collaboration Program based in Kampala, Uganda. Their findings were published recently in the medical journal The Lancet. For audio news from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, I'm Peter Goodwin.